Thank you for choosing the God Spot powered by Elevated Faith, where there is unity in the community. Here at the God Spot, we address and discuss real life issues. We believe that freedom is experienced by the power of worship, the power of prayer, and the power of God's Word. Hi, this is Allie. And this is Will. And you are listening to The God Spot, of course. And I know you've probably been wondering, where you guys been the last couple of weeks? You've been away? Uh, well... For our listeners, we have. <laughs> For our listeners. But this is a special episode, and we have an announcement to make at the end of this episode, so hang in there with us. So, how you been, Will? Oh, man. Uh, besides hot and mouth dry from the crazy wind, eyes watering, you know, other than that, uh, been good. Back to football. Oh, yay. That glorious, wonderful sport of football. What do you mean back to football? I mean, back to coaching football. Uh, They gave us okay to start again, but it doesn't feel like it. So what does that look like? How are the guys, how are you guys doing that as coaches? It's like we we can't even coach together. We have to separate. It's got to be one coach to every 10 kids, and we have to be separated. So I'm not coaching with the other coach, and we can't put – we can't put groups together. Those same kids have to all work together. Oh, we wow. can't use football because you can't touch nothing and hand it off to somebody else. And Whoa, is that going to be for the whole training? You won't be able to use footballs? Right now, to the first phase, we cannot share no equipment. Wow. When we go into the weight room, the kids have to work out by themselves, so there's no lifting heavy weights. It's all um, endurance weightlifting that we have to do, so we have to change it's a whole different game. Are you guys wearing masks during this time too? Yes, coach got to wear masks the whole practice. Ooh. The kids, the kids have an exception. They can wear it. They don't have to wear them outside when they're running through the drills. But we just found out that they have to wear them in the weight room the whole time. Um, they're wow. in So as long as they're inside, they have to wear them. Right. Outside, they have a choice. But coaches, we don't have a choice. We oh wow. Wear them. Well, because outside, of course, the the thing is that. The virus, you know, doesn't linger around or whatever. So oh. there's really, not, yeah. Well, I, I would hope it. I mean, it's not going to linger around, but if another group comes to touch my uh, agility bags, yeah, they have to sanitize them. So they have to spray them down. We have to wow. spray everything down before it goes from one people. Matter of fact, they came yeah. to get some spray to spray down the bag because they used two of my bags. Oh wow! While I was in the weight room with my. Kids. Is this going to prove to really be interesting? How do you think this is going to affect the the actual season for you guys or overall football at high school level? And we're not even talking about pro football right now, just high school. Well, from a high level. school level, from a high school level, it is going to affect because these kids are, are not working out. They don't like these parents. It's not like these parents have a whole lot of money. And they can send their, their kids to private trainers like some parents are doing nowadays. Mm-hmm. Like some of my friends that I coach with or played with are doing private training sessions with kids. Mm-hmm. Uh, these parents don't have money to send their kids to private training. So they're just doing what they can do at home. And if they don't, they're not working out at home, they're, they're probably going to be out of shape. There's a oh, couple okay. of school districts who are not ready, um, haven't put their plan in, so they haven't even started yet. So oh, wow. it's going to be... It's going to be a challenging year. Um, <laughs> some of the kids already told me it doesn't even feel like football because what they have to yeah. do is like they can't even gather. We have to keep a group separate and then you have to be picked up separately. They can't gather after practice. Oh, it's, wow. Like, yeah. see you later. 
Yeah, and just yes. get to your vehicle and go. Yes, they have so to imp- yeah, it's yeah, so, so impersonal. We have well, today. We're kind of like this was the first day, right? And, you know, we got to try to get all the kids, and not all the kids even know that we're starting practice because it was just happened that fast. Oh, gotcha. So we're putting it all gotcha. on social media and stuff like that. So, oh, wow. Yeah, so it's very interesting. And it seemed to so now I know that the players or potential players. They have to go get physicals with any with any you know sport. You have to do a physical. So, do you think that when they go to get physicals, are they being tested? Not necessarily like swabbing, but temperatures and all of that kind of stuff. Are they they're being not, checked for? You think at this point? No, they're not being tested, as far as I know. Um, they will only demand that we get them tested mm-hmm. if a kid shows up with a fever or a kid shows up there coughing or mm-hmm. something like that. Then they'll they'll have to be testing of everybody. I mean, for 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 from a, a standpoint of uh, 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 of trying to keep it or, or to track it, so every kid is with a certain coach. They'll know, okay, okay this group or where if somebody did, did get sick, where it came from. Right, and right. Not that it came from mother. So that's why they're having us separated in in groups. But here's the here's the um, what was I gonna say? I just lost my thought, but it's okay. It'll probably come back at a in the middle of the broadcast, probably. <laughs> yeah, you guys, it sounds very challenging, very challenging indeed. It is. I would I, I envy our head coach right now because he had literally had to put a project plan together. You envy him? Well, what I, what the word I'm looking for? You don't envy him. I don't envy him. Yes. <laughs> Because the pressure is on him. You want that kind of pressure. (laughs) Don't envy him right now because he had to put a plan together, present it to the AD of our school, then have to go to, and then we have somebody out there that's coming that watches us in the AD and some right, right, to make sure that you're following the rules and adhering to everything. That is crazy. So if you guys are having that kind of kind of. Challenges. Imagine what the other sports are doing. Like, what about track and field? And there's no track and field anymore. That's gone for this season. Oh, um, that's right. Okay, so but volleyball. Volleyball. Is practicing when we practice. Right. And they're normally in the gym, and she has a lot of kids for volleyball, Eesh. especially the girls' volleyball team. Right. And there's a lot of girls, and they can't. I, I can't imagine how you do volleyball by yourself. Wow. Because they can't touch each other's balls so every kid got to have their own ball that is crazy and so how are you gonna do like jump you know when they serve and jump yeah yeah like that they can jump serve but they gotta run and go get their own ball oh my gosh tennis they they, they actually wanted the tennis players to have a new set of balls with every session that they do our our ad is like i can't afford that that's a lot that's a lot that's 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 a lot of expense now a a new bucket of balls for every time that and, and nobody can throw them the balls. They gotta have the ball machine now shooting the right, balls. Right, right. Um, that so. is gonna be so crazy. Oh, I know what I was gonna say because then I was like, okay, so swim team. There is no swimming right now because of the we're, we have not the school pool. So it's, uh, it's supposed school. to be opening up like next month, though. I heard. Oh, yeah, oh, I heard the public right pool is opening next there's month. There's no practice for the water polo team right now because wow. it's water polo season. Right. But. You know, it's just amazing how like when you talk about a pandemic or, you know, you don't understand what that really means until you're like living it. Um, 
not necessarily even on a day-to-day basis, but when you have to be involved in it, like teachers and, you know, the essential workers and those type of things, when you're out there in the midst of that, how it truly has affected um, society and how, you know, things have so changed as I'm in the, I'll speak for the Americans, how in America, we're just, we're, we're, we are spoiled. We really are. And, and I'm guilty of it too, because I find this to be every trip, every trip I have to take to go to the store, I find it very overwhelming <laughs> because things are not easily accessible like they used to be. And it's just, you know, it's just so much. And, and I thought about that today and I was like, wow, I really am spoiled because you want to be able to just kind of go in, get what you want, and then just kind of come out. But this time you have to walk around, which, you know, brings you to the point where you have to now show a lot of patience, a lot of grace, and you have to show love towards other people because, you know, it's the way it's where we're at right now in 2020, right? Which actually just takes us into what we're going to be discussing tonight, and that is... Love. 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 So not not um cool your heels, everybody, like love, not like on the intimate level between a man and a woman, but we're gonna discuss what does it mean to show and, and demonstrate the godly love and what does the Bible say about that? How does the God's word instruct us to go about doing that? And what does that look like? So um, with that, um, I thought maybe we would do something a little bit different um, tonight. Um, let's open in prayer versus closing out in prayer. And I think at that point, then we can go ahead and um, just jump into the topic. What do you say? Sure. All right. So let's yeah. go for it. Lord, we come before you, Father God, giving you glory and honor, okay. Father God. Oh, Lord, the word just, just stepped in my my spirit right now is a pedestal, Lord. Hmm. Father, we put you on the pedestal, on your throne, Father God, in your throne room, Father God, where you sit on the throne, your robe flows, flows from you. And all we need to do is just touch the hem of the skirt. So, Father, fill us with your love, Father God, your agape love. The same agape love that Christ took on the cross. Same in God be loved that says that he will give his life for us. But it's not his will, but yours, my Lord. God, we thank you, Father God. And we pray, Father God, for an understanding of your word, understanding of your love, your grace, and your mercies, Lord. And may somebody be touched. And we give you glory in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thank you for that, Will. Um, so let's just dive into this. Um, this is something that um, that I know the Lord put on you, um, and so you wanted to, um, you know, let's go ahead and dive into that a little bit. So let's start the conversation. What do you have for us? What do I have for you? Um, you know, last week, God really set me down, and I was in my quiet time, and for some reason, the word love just stepped into my head. I don't know if it's because I thought I was working on a song. Um, I forgot the name of the song, but the thing that was, um, it just stepped into my head. And I'm just going to give you what came to my, these are my words that came in, in the midst of this time regarding the definition of love. And so I'm going to read these words and 
it was last week I wrote these words and hopefully it, it resonates with somebody. But these are the words that came to my mind and my spirit. And it, and, and it starts with love defined. For some reason, God wanted to define, wanted me to define love. Uh -huh. So I'm like, why define love? Uh -huh. I mean, is it physical love, God's love, or, or what love? But this is what came to my mind. Um, my definition of love is having, these are my words, my definition of love is having someone there with you by your side when you have done good or bad. Love is encouragement and uplifting when you're down. And no matter what, they, they uh, stick by your side even when you don't fully get the same in return. Mm. And, you know, just, I'm going to stop right there from, but even when you don't fully get the same in return, now that makes me think about Christ. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Christ gave his life for us on the cross, sticks by us through thick and thin, mm -hmm. but yet we, sh we sometimes, sh I, the word shun him, shun we shun him. We shun him, yeah. Mm -hmm. so, yes. Um, and you and you don't speak about the good things that he he's done for you. Mm -hmm. um, we 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 put him to a side like he is second to none, and like he's second to whatever. And like he's, he's a tool in the tool shed. Yes, and even I, when, yeah. when it's time, only mm -hmm. when, when when we think we need him and not exactly. through everything, right? Not through the good and bad, right? But he's he loved us so much that he's been there for us in the good and the bad, right? Right. And and so, but and then I start thinking about you know people too because and in marriage and in relationships it's like we love one another mm -hmm. we love one another because we both sacrifice things mm -hmm. so to me love is sacrifice and let me finish out what i was saying um the word i saying so um we don't get the same in return but we still love that person love is unconditional and not wanting something in return True love compels you to serve. And that's what I was getting at. True love compels you to serve and to please without without compromising your faith. Mm -hmm. Serving or service is ministry. And I really get that back because then I, the, the Spirit took me to verses now. Now we're getting into to Scripture and the Spirit took me to um, God is love. And and I'm like, God of love, the Spirit took me to, to a verse where uh, he talks about, um, I'll just say, uh, 1 John 4, 8. Anyone who does not love <laughs> does not know God because God is love. And I started thinking about that. It's like, wow, that is so true. If you don't have love, you don't love yourself, you don't love others. Where is God in your life? But then go back up um, to verse 7. Because verse 7? Because verse 7 says, Beloved, let us love one another, oh. for love is of God, and everyone who loves is born of God and knows God. Yes. See, so love comes from who? It comes from God. Mm -hmm. I mean, and I start thinking about all the turmoil and those who out there, uh, those out there protesting versus looting. Mm-hmm. Shooting versus shooting out out of your mouth and words, um, and it just out there doing craziness versus standing in representation for somebody. And I'm like, is that really love? Mm -hmm. Or are they thinking about self? 
because evil is about self mm -hmm. and what you can do for not what you can do for somebody else, but for an opportunity. That's not love. When you're looking for an opportunity, that's not the, that's that's not love. Right. Love is a passion. You're doing something. It's selfless. I, yes, I know. I know some selfless. people that will 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 love to to work with children and things like that because that's their passion. They'll do it without even getting paid. Right. But me, I, that's not something I would do work with children because that's not my passion. So yeah, you'd have to pay me. But no, and I'm just joking on them. But no, passion. Be serious. <laughs> but, Be serious. But but when you. Coaching football. I coach football because that's my passion. I like to we do it. We know, Will. We I know. It's not about getting paid. I will do that for free. And he's done it. We yes, know. I've done it for free. <laughs> so it, it, that's that's the love for the love for the game and love for it. That's why I do right. it. Um, do you realize that when Jesus spoke of love, that it was not a recommendation, but a commandment. It's a commandment. Yes. It's a commandment. He didn't recommend like, oh, and by the way, if you have nothing else to do, you know, like, hey, go ahead and love your neighbor a little bit. And then, you know, um, and that actually comes out of Matthew uh, 22, verse 36, um, where he says, uh, I'm in the middle of a conversation because he's taught, he's with his disciples and they say, teacher, which is the great commandment in the law? And so dropping down to verse 37, he says, Jesus said to him, you shall love the Lord your God with all your heart. He didn't say, you know, by the way, he said, you shall, yes. you shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul and all your mind. This is the first and great commandment. And then in verse 39, he says, and the second is like it. You shall love your neighbor as yourself on these two commandments. You hang all the law and the prophets. Mm, the law and, and, that, and that is so true. I, I say it to say that too, because whenever I read that scripture, I always think about if you don't love your neighbor, mm. you don't love yourself. But and what people, is like what? So when we say love, love. Okay, so when we when we read it here, um, love your neighbor as yourself. What does that look like? Like, what does loving your neighbor look like? Like, I might have some neighbors. It's what it says, love. They're like you love yourself. Okay, so but I might you have, have to love yourself. I might have some neighbors that's not so loving, and I may not well. want to love back. <laughs> but I don't. I, I like my neighbors. <laughs> but it says you want to love them. Now we have some. We've had some bad neighbors. I'm not talking about just the neighbor next door. Right? Yeah, some, yeah, yeah, yeah. That would wake us up one, two, three o'clock in the morning and not good things. But but they weren't. Still, but they weren't bad. But, but I still I still loved them. Right. I loved them. I may not have liked the things that they did. But what does that look like? But it looks like loving them for people who they are and for where they're at. Because Christ loves us for where we're at. Christ Christ will meet you right where you're at. Right. Because He loves you. So if the person is a drug addicted to something mm -hmm. or alcoholic or um, abusive or whatever he is or wherever they are, mm -hmm. you got to love them for wherever they are. But love, what does that mean? What am I, how, what am I doing? Am I bringing, am I bringing people into my house? Am I, well, I mean, am I giving them a plate of food just randomly? Food, well, what, what, is that, what does that look like? Give, yes, give that's what I'm love. saying. When you say love, like, what does that actually look like? I normally put myself in their shoes. Mm -hmm. I what? would, I, I, I'd be like, wow, if I was like that, 
I, would, I just want somebody to give me something, mm-hmm. to show me some kind of love, to show me that some people are going to say, God, you're real. Have somebody bring me some food right now because they, they didn't have. Right. But when we had our neighbor over there, and I used to take them, especially on holidays, I would take him a plate over there. Yeah, yeah, like yeah, that. yeah, 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 um, yeah. Even though, you know, they very, had, he was very appreciative, yes. though. That so, was, yeah. So I'm treating them like I want to be treated. Right. So to me, that's what love is. Right. I, I'm going to treat somebody like I want to be treated. And if I don't love myself, and I'm hurting myself, and I'm going to hurt others. Right. That, and that's true. I say it all the time, and it, it's a known fact. People that are hurt, hurt people. So if you either finding yourself either in a situation where you're being hurt or you're constantly, you know, on the other end of that, where you're hurting people and people, sometimes you may have have that circle that'll be like, hey, you're you're like kind of out of line. This Mm -hmm. keeps happening. Um, If you find that, then it's time to really sit down and allow the Lord to search the heart and. You know, just seek those places and come into an encounter with him and allow him to minister to you in, you know, in that moment. Um, and that's why it's so good to be connected. We always say if you're not connected to some somebody's church, yes. then definitely get connected and allow people to walk alongside you yes. in, in that in that um, kind of thing. So definitely. Um so that that's a good point. That's a, that is definitely a good point because um, only in the last year, it's been about a year now, we've been in our neighborhood um, for it's uh, it's now 22 years, and only in the last year have we even gotten really close to our neighbor on one side of us, yeah. and it's it's been a year. It, it's literally, and it's it was was it a lack of trying? It I don't think it was a lack of trying. It was just never anything. Like I talked to her son. And the daughter-in-law, but I never connected with her. And so I think I, I truly believe God just set that up in a way because now that the son, like the like her, um, you know, the son-in-law, uh, the son has moved out. They've gotten their own place. She's there, you know, she's there alone, mm-hmm. and you know, she's come over. We share things. We have conversations, and so God just knew the timing that. You know, I think she would need somebody just not necessarily always up and let's have coffee, sit down. But she knows that if she needs something, she knows she can, you know, hey, Allie, come to the gate. Will help me. So she knows she has that now. And I think God had ser- seriously set it up for such a time. Just because, yeah, like you said, her son moved out mm-hmm. and now she's there by herself with the yeah. dogs. And, and, and if I was reading Timothy. First uh, Timothy, I think, uh, chapter five, six, and it tells us that we're to take care of the widowers. Mm-hmm. She's also a widower she too. Is, yes. And um, we're to take care of our widowers, and truly because they've gone through already, they've showed what they, mm-hmm. they they're carrying and yeah. so forth, and we need to take care of them. So that's why God orchestrated time as a time like yeah. this, because if because the Bible tells us at first. The widows should be taken care of by the kids. Mm-hmm. But if the kids are not there, yeah. then we are to step in and take care of them. You know, it's funny you brought that up because we were just talking about that the other day in the car when we were talking about um, because we have um, a very good friend um, who's over in Malawi, Africa. And she that's her ministry because oh, yeah. she's she's a she's a widow. And um, they they take that very seriously over there because 
the men are the providers. The men are the ones, even though the women do all the work, they cook, they clean, they do all that. But the men are and over there are the ones that that bring it in for um, for the ladies. And I was and because I've always wondered about that. I've never really had a chance when I was there. I didn't really get a chance to really sit and talk with her. But her ministry is growing so much. I mean, God is really blessing her ministry over there where she's in the she's in the villages and she's with with other widows and they're learned now they're not um she's teaching them how to be self-sustaining yes. as far as um like learning to sew and making products and things sell and sells food and those kind of things business. to run businesses so that they're not um you know they're not just out depending yeah on depending on family members that may not be able to take care of them yeah. and i know for her she has young she has young children herself but i mean it's just amazing how she could come out of this and God just use it for such a great ministry over there. And it's, it's growing every time I see her, you know, and I was, cause I was asking, I was asking you like in Malawi, like in Africa as a whole. And I just equated to Malawi cause that's the only part of Africa I've been. Um, that's something, I mean, I guess we take it kind of serious here, but I don't think you hear so much. You're like, Oh yeah, I'm a widower, but I don't think it's really, um, well, we're so well taken care uh, in, in most cases taken care taken of. Taken care um, of, right, with insurances yes, um, um, and those kind of things. So it's never, it, it, it's a loss, but it's right. but it's not such a, a debilitating loss that, you know, you wouldn't know where your next meal came from. Or you plan for it. You, here, here, you're right. Plan for right. It because, yeah. Um, like if something was happening to me, you'd be fine because you plan for it and you have all the Well, I wouldn't be fine, but okay. Maybe on the financial end, but spiritually all that, no, I wouldn't be fine. But anyway. But you say, you know, uh, in regards to her ministry, right. but that all first comes from love. Right. It all first because she could have been bitter when her husband passed away and just that is uh, very true. But because of her love and what she went through, now she's going to share that yes. with other people, right. with other women, with other and, women. And, and out of love comes service. There you go. Yeah. Out of love and out of service comes ministry. Right. So it's really her passion. She's really doing her ministry. Right. And that's what God has put in. God put has put a ministry in each and every one of us. Mm -hmm. But we first must come out in love right if we're not able to come out in love that's why we even when we do like spiritual warfare or inner healing the thing is to get all that stuff gone mm -hmm. so that you can see love right uh and, and, so you're not seeing your hurt and pain all the time because when you're in your hurt and pain all you want to do is hurt other people that's true i mean i know i can remember when i was having what were those things out those uh gallstones or Kidney, kidney stones. That's what it was. <laughs> she's laughing, but it's real. I wanted to hurt. <laughs> yeah, that was. If I was in so much pain. Look, people, let me tell you, if he could have reached out and grabbed one of them nurses or yeah. somebody, he would. I was just like, look, y'all, you guys better do something and do something quick, because I don't know how much longer I can contain this three hundred pound man, and I've never seen him like this. I've. I've never even, I've seen him angry, but I have never seen him to the point of, I want to hurt somebody right now. I cannot take this. It was, it was bad. Pain, that's why pain. Ooh, pain drove. Pain and hurt can drive you to do something. And, and that also comes to, we're talking about, you know, we did the session of the protesting and stuff like that and why people are, are tearing up stuff. 
Yeah, some of it because they can't let go of the hurts and the pain. Right. And they that 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 we've gone through over the last people say four hundred years of, of of depression and oppression. And, the hurt and is still there, the and, still and, there. And, and Josiah said it well. He said it. You know, the pain and the hurt is still there, and so when these these things happen, it's just it's like, it's um, it, it, yeah, it's finally the manifestation of it because it's something that keeps causing. It's like if you have a wound, you have a wound, you cover you it up. Feel. You cover it up, but but, it's but it's not even healed yeah, anymore. It's not. Healed. It's I mean, not because you just keep ripping it off, and yeah. there it is. It's just all over again. It's or like when you say you, you barely the scab. the scab, and then you yeah, take it, it off. Yeah. yeah, but this one is like having a scab that's not completely healed, and then you pick at it, and then it starts bleeding all over again. But mm -hmm. it never it never ever heals, and so that's what the, that's what that um that's what that would be equated to that kind of thing and it's the same thing with someone that you know that is broken on the inside it's you know the band-aid just keeps being ripped off and ripped off and ripped off it never ever heals and so yeah so let me equate it to, to, to what god says about that you know and, and a lot of it we're we're to be deeply rooted i remember i don't know what whatever happened to uh we had visited rick warren one time a long time ago when we were so we had a visit with Rick Warren. He said he was going to be writing a new book. I never saw that book come out. Or it had to, he wanted to write something about the, I don't know, it was about the branches. And I said, why write about the branches? We need to write about the roots. Mm. And God brought that back to me. We need to go about the roots because we need to be deeply rooted right. in God's word, in right. God's love. And God even says that. In Ephesians 3, 16 and 19, he tells us, he tells us we must be rooted and grounded in love. Mm -hmm. And and then the, these words came to me and said, roots are what keeps the tree or any living plant alive. The roots keep the plants alive. Then, then these words I have here, roots provide the way of nourishment, but is not the nourishment. We gotta understand that the roots provide a way to get to the nourishment. It's not the nourishment. They have to be connected to the nourishment. Mm. So then I, I wrote this. It says the roots are connected to the nourishment of where the love comes from, which is God. So the roots are connected to God. It's almost like a baby in an umbilical cord. Mm -hmm. Where is he getting his nourishment from? Right, right. Wherever that mama eats, so is that baby getting, right? Right, right. <laughs> so it is getting that nourishment. Mm -hmm. So whatever our father is getting, we're connected to him by the root. Our Father is giving love. We should begin to. So if we're not deeply rooted and connected to God, we can't have that love. Right. So we have to stay rooted. We have to stay in it. And some people say stay in it to win it. So without God, is there, is there love? Without God, is there love? So that's a question that keeps was pounding in my head. Without God, is there love? Right. We were talking about today in our in our um. In our small group, uh, in our rock group, about um, we were talking about sin. We were doing Romans chapter six, and we were talking about sin. And, and can you keep sinning? Was the the, the the question keep over and over and again? But you know, once you have God, you become a new creation uh, by the renewing of your mind. So you start rethinking the way you do things mm -hmm. and what you do. Right. But and when you're connected to God, you're deeply rooted. The nourishment of God keeps filling you. Right. It keeps feeding you. You you think different. 
you do different things. Mm -hmm. You are connected to love. Right. It's not all about what you can get for something. Mm -hmm. It's about what you can do for, for somebody. Right. Um, and uh, it's funny you say that because um, our this past weekend, our session in our OSL was perfect because it was talking about um, the love life. And it was talking about, you know, the first we talked about the worship life and then we talked about the love life with God. And one of the points was walking in love is walking in love is a sign that we are walking with God. And so I personalized that to say walking in love is a sign that I'm with God. And one of the um, verses that he gave, we had several verses. We had James 3.14 and then Ephesians 3.17. But 1 John 4.18 is there is no fear in love, but perfect love. And that only comes by Christ Jesus cast out fear because fear involves torment. But he who who fears has not been made perfect in love. And we love him, speaking of Jesus, because he first loved us. So fear protects oneself, but love is selfless. Selfless, yes. Yes. So love, when you love, you're thinking about somebody else. Right. You're thinking of serving somebody else. You're thinking about doing ministry and serving somebody else. And And listen, guys, it doesn't have to be huge. It does not have to be huge. And it doesn't have to be something that you have to advertise to to everybody and it doesn't have to be something that um you know that is just out there um you know you could start small you know the things we don't when we do for others we don't have to wave our banner that said hey guess what guys this is what i did for such and such and such no 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 that's not what god calls us to do god calls Mm -hmm. us to just do it love on our neighbors and keep going about his business you know it doesn't have to be you know, if they decide, hey, I want, you know, my friends to know that, you know, Will and Allie did this for me. That's great. But then we also have to then bring that focus and that attention back to God, because I on a norm, I wouldn't be doing that because that's not mm-hmm. me. So it's the love of Christ that's in me that moves me to do something like that. Yes. Because <laughs> it is not normally in us because of where, where we made from. It has to be put to you. Right. From the love of Christ. I mean, and there's some people that, you know, they'll, when, you know, that's a whole different topic too. When we start talking about Holy Spirit gifts and those kind of things. And there's some that just flow in it naturally. You know, it's just something because that's how God made them. Whereas others, probably like myself, I have to work on it more and seek God more and have the Holy <laughs> Spirit move more <laughs> to a certain degree. You know what I'm saying? So, but it's okay to admit that and know who you are, how God made you, and you recognize that. You know, God knows how he made you. We just have to be the ones to acknowledge, hey, I know that this is how I'm made. And so if I want to be moved beyond this, I need to seek the Lord more and, you know, for him to come out of that. I mean, if that makes sense. If that, if that makes sense. Yeah, we do. You, have, you do have to seek the Lord more. If you don't, you dry out just like uh some of the, the the dry bones and things you, you got to keep seeking the love the love of God. You got to keep seeking the nourishment. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I like to leave it at, at, at this for me. Um, that's First Corinthians. Uh, not can definitely not gonna read the whole thing, but I the the the, the big chapter on love that I like is First Corinthians thirteen. Mm. Um, oh, the love, 13, chapter. the love chapter. The yeah. love chapter. <laughs> 
<laughs> but, but you know what? I, I'm gonna go back to what you said before. You're talking about love and, and, and God commands us to love. Mm-hmm. That's a in, 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 I think it's in yeah Ephesians five thirty three. Is it Ephesians five thirty three? Where God commands uh, the man to love his his wife, and and the, and commands the the wife to, to respect, to respect mm-hmm. his uh, their. Um, their husband, right? See, because we weren't created to love, right? Man wasn't created to love. Man was created to uh-huh. to, to to work and to, to, to listen to God and to, uh-huh. to 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 till the ground after the, after the fall of mankind. Uh-huh. So we were we were that's what, that's what our focus was. So God had to come back and say, "Hey, I command you to love. I'm telling you to love yes. your wife." Right. Where a woman was created to nurture, yes. so they were created to love and to nurture, and but. They may not have been created to respect. So God says to respect the husband. And that's actually Ephesians 5, verses starting at verse 22. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It says, wives, submit to your own husbands as to the Lord, for the husband is the head of the wife, as also Christ is the head of the church, and he is the Savior of the body. Therefore, just as the church is subject to Christ, so let the wives be to their own husbands and everything. And then you drop down to 25. Husbands, love your wives just as Christ also loved the church mm-hmm. and gave himself for her that he might sanctify and cleanse her with the washing of water by the word. And you guys can read that as you go on. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to bring that back up again about commanding, about commanding love. So right, you, right. You're commanded to love. Right. But I wanted to leave it again, the love chapter, 1 Corinthians 13, yes. verse 1. I just want to say, I want to just touch on verses 4 through 7. Mm-hmm. And it says, love is what? Patient. And kind sounds like that movie, huh? What's that movie? That was no, <laughs> keep going. Oh, help, whatever. Okay, let me keep going. Oh my gosh, the help. Love, yeah, the help. Oh love is patient mm-hmm. and kind. Mm-hmm. Love does not mm-hmm. envy right. or boast. Yeah, it is not arrogant mm-hmm. or rude. Mm-hmm. It does not insist on its own way. Mm-hmm. It is not irritable mm-hmm. or resentful. It does not rejoice at wrongdoing, mm-hmm. but rejoices with the truth. Yeah. Love bears all things, believes all things, hopes in all things, endures in all things. So through love, you can overcome mm-hmm. all things. Right. Well, I, I, that's that's just why I want to leave it out. There's a lot more uh, uh, to God's love and what if we flow and we're connected, deeply rooted in God, we should be deeply rooted in love and want to serve and help others. I, you know, and I really like that. We are going to close with that, um, especially with verse seven, bears all things, believes all things, hopes all things and endures all things. And what a what a. What um, what a verse, especially during the times in the times that we're facing right now, because we're seeing a lot of a lot of strife and we're seeing a lot of envy and we're seeing a lot of, you know, even, um, you know, people that should be responding and acting in love or, you know, this kind of 
passively aggressively just kind of I don't know if it's showing their true colors of how they feel or if they're just reacting like you know in general but either way there's two ways we can respond to to those kind of things and sometimes people say well your silence speaks louder than anything else but here's the thing as believers in Christ we have to remember who we represent and before we start doing those kind of things we have to you know, just say, okay, Lord, is this going to honor you? Is this going to bring this person or these individuals back to you? Is this, am I by doing this or responding in this kind of way, is this going to be representative of to whom I'm supposed to be in you and you and me? So don't take somebody's silence as, you know, they're just not standing for anything. There's a lot more going on behind, could be going on behind that thing. And sometimes the person that's screaming the loudest is not always the right person. You you get me? And I'm not putting anybody down. I'm not saying anything, but just, you know, just kind of as for those that are listening, whether you're a believer, whether you're not a believer, um, it's okay. But just know that there are, there is a certain way that we can respond when, you know, we see things that we may not agree with. It's okay. You know, we've gotten to a place where, and that's where the love comes in. Again, I can still love you as my brother and sister. We don't have to agree. Mm-hmm. We don't, don't have, have to agree. agree. I have a lot of things I don't agree with some some people. I, I've got a lot of <laughs> brothers out there, a lot of sisters that we may not agree. But you know what? They can come into my house. They can yes. sit with me. They can have a meal with me at my table. That's but nice. I will not be disrespected. There's yes. a whole different. There's a whole difference because I choose to love does not mean that get that gives you an open card to go ahead and be disrespectful and be mean. I'm not that I'm not going to allow. So even Jesus didn't allow people to be mean. So I'm just I'm saying when he got upset, you that's know, a that's a whole different topic. Yeah, but, that came to me too. <laughs> but, you know, Jesus was meek and mild manner to a certain point. So, yes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so <clears throat> during this time, let's, Let's just be mindful to show more kindness, more peace, mm-hmm. more joy, and and get somebody a meal every now and then. It's okay. Um, to, to smile at somebody, smile. guys. That's, that's People it. are smile. smiling. Come on. Just let the spirit fall upon you. And in verse eight of that, it says, "Love never fails. Mm-hmm. Love does not fail." That is God's word right there, and we know God's word does not fail, and so we're standing by that. So whatever may come. We know who wins in the end. God's got this. God yes. definitely has this. And so, um, and as a side note, just know that when you do show love, that is a sign to God that you worship him and you honor him because that's what he adores. We're, 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 the Bible tells us we're to be ambassadors to Christ. Exactly. You're ambassadors of Christ. Yeah. We're going to speak of and do what Christ would want us to do. Yeah. So with that, we're going to go ahead and give this a close. And hey, so if you guys, you know, step out and, you know, show some love or something, send us your praise reports. <laughs> yeah. Reach out to us and let us know, yes. you know how that works. And so um, you can do reach us by, you know, a number of ways. You can reach us through our email, which is Godspot316 at gmail.com. You can send us a message at our Facebook page at Elevated Faith. We are on Instagram at Elevated Faith 
underscore Godspot. And we also have a Twitter page, which is one Godspot. Yeah, one Godspot. That's it. Yeah. We would love to give you give you a shout out and, and, and read you know and, and read it out to to the listeners. Absolutely. Because, uh, Paul, yeah. Paul says in, in Romans and in, in 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 his books that uh, to boast about God. Exactly. Exactly. Talk about what God is doing. Exactly. And so just, you know, send us messages. Let us know how we're doing and, you know, whatever's going on. And so with that, um, just a few things, um, not even a few things, just um, just a, um, just a, um, a special okay. message. Yeah, just an update. Um, the Godspot will be going on vacation. Um, so they're going to be on vacation. We Godspot will be on vacation effective next week through to probably um, the first of August. So we're going to take take a little time off, um, which is the norm, and we're going to come back with season three. And so this gives us time to um, go ahead to keep progressing as God has continuously um, has continued to tell us to move. So. And to uh, to seek him even more in in this time in this journey with this project that he has us doing, and so um, just a time that we're going to set aside for some more prayer, direction, and clarity. Um, if you have any topic suggestions that you guys want to hear discussed, you know we're not beyond. It doesn't have to be out of the realm because we take everyday life issues. And then we're going to put just yes. look, put God's word to it. So there's nothing beyond us. There's nothing, whatever, you know, you guys say, hey, I don't want to talk about why the sky is blue. You know, that's fine. I'm using that as a great thing. We can thing. talk about that, we we talk about that right? <laughs> so, yeah, definitely. So if there's topics, if there's something you want to hear, then let us know. Um, I know in August it's going to probably be kind of cool because we're still going to bring that political debate um discussion roundtable because we really this is going to be uh yeah this is going to be interesting and it's going to definitely uh be crucial and critical and so we're gonna you know talk about that um so definitely drop it drop it off to us and we will you know we've tried to do our best to get the other topics to you um you know to you as we promised and so if you have the ideas suggestions just let us know we're open to it and so um, we just want to say. And I want to say one thing before she ends it. I'm going to be a little quirky right now. Oh my god! But I don't oh say my god! In the words, and it just popped in my head. In the words of Captain and Tennille, love will keep us together. Anybody know that song? You can sing. Aww, it he knows that song. <laughs> he always likes to tease me because I know these songs. He's like, oh, you know that song, don't you? That's right. Love to. Love will keep us together. All right. Okay. That's all I'm going to say. That's all. That's all. <laughs> I could sing the song, but I'm not going to. So with that being said, I, you guys have a blessed summer. Be safe out there. Love one another. Be kind to one another. And we look forward to hearing from you real soon. Remain deeply rooted. Deeply rooted. And if you don't know how to do that, Hello. Just let us know. So until then, we'll see you later. Bye. You have been listening to The God Spot. If you would like to connect with us, go to our Facebook group, Elevated Faith. You can find us on Twitter at Godspot1. 
or on Instagram at elevatedfaith underscore Godspot. You can email us at godspot316 at gmail.com. You can also listen to upcoming episodes and past ones as well, wherever you get your podcasts. And don't forget to like, share, and follow. So until next week, may the Lord bless you and keep you.